recorded live. Recorded live. Okay. Hello. Okay, I'm about to start the live chat. Okay, hello everyone. It's Aquita Carver. We're going to be doing a, this is a live broadcast, so um, I'm just going through a few system checks um, right now, so just uh, bear with me. Um, we don't have anyone on YouTube right now, so just hold on a second. Child of God, are you in? Uh, are you on YouTube? I'm on um, talk show. It, it, it's hard to be on YouTube and on talk show on mobile. Okay. No, the only reason why I asked because I have um I have up a board, so I just wanted to make sure that you were able to see it and um. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I could go back to it and just watch it. Okay. No problem. Um, all right, so let me just do a few system checks to make sure that everything's up and running. All right. Okay, so for um, those of you who are coming on right now, bear with me. Just doing a system check. Make sure the chat room is up. Okay. I saw there's a remote side. Okay. All right, so the book to read was written on the board. You know, I apologize for that. You know, I um I'm not sure if we're gonna go over it. I'm gonna go over it anyway, I'm gonna explain it. Um, but um hopefully we'll have some um a better board. I plan on trying to get it a little crooked too. So I you know, I'm doing the best I can. But um we're gonna go through it, I'm gonna talk through it. So um I hope you all can at least see the um See it maybe if you if you open your if you you know expand the screen maybe I'm not sure, but um, I will talk through it and I do apologize. The lighting isn't the best either. So um, okay, open this one more second. Let me just get started. For those of you who also don't who don't know, you can also log in on um, TalkShoe, TalkShoe.com, and if you log in on TalkShoe.com, um, you're able to um, you know. Talk to talk uh, live if you wanted to ask any questions or so forth. You can also um, dial into that. That um, go into that website. It's actually talkshow.com. The number is seven two four 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 seven four four four. I actually wrote it in the um, comment section of the video. And that's just the added option um, if you wanted to utilize that. And, no, and uh, for you who are in Talkshow, you can also um, go on YouTube and see the live broadcast. So um, we have both options available. For, for you all. So, um, well, thank you so much. I just want to make sure that everyone can hear me in the chat room. Just hold on a second. Let me just go to your um, 
you know, I'm doing, I'm maneuvering, I'm going through, like, different screens, so just, you know, bear with me. Um, okay. Okay. All right, so, so are you able to hear me? All right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. So um, today our discussion is going to be talking about, give me one second. Hello, Lucreta. Hi. Hey. Yeah, I just want yeah, to let you know I can hear you. I just want to let you know. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, All right. I'm going to put you back on. All right. Okay, so um, today we're going to be discussing the 144,000. But, um, you know, I wanna, before we get started, I just want to go over a few things. Um. For those of you um, who don't know, I have a ministry. It's called the Days of the Lord. I want to thank you for um, for those of you who have made a contribution to the ministry. But for um, those of you who are able, you can make a contribution. You can find the link on my homepage, on the YouTube, the front of the YouTube page, the homepage. Um, there's a PayPal link and there's also a website, a link to my website. Um, so also, what we do in this ministry is basically talk about the Day of the Lord. This is a um, we're talking about basically Bible prophecy. So we want to make sure that the um, that everyone, that the, the people who tune in and that listen to this ministry and follow in this ministry are aware of the time that we're in right now. Um, a lot of my teachings are based off of some of my experiences as being a targeted individual. For those of you who don't know that term, it's basically modern-day persecution. So um, we do a lot of talking. It's a lot of support from that perspective because um, – a lot of the um, listeners are targeted individuals because it's like a you know situation or an experience that we all share collectively. So um, this is basically a way of us coming together on a, um, you know basically collectively and um, coming up with um, coping strategies, um, things that are related to scripture, you know scripture-based strategies and so forth. So um, this is what we do here, and um, you know so I do a lot of teaching. I just started doing my broadcast not long ago because I feel like it's more, um, I, I feel like I like the approach where we're able to do um, more of an interactive type of thing. So I I appreciate that and I enjoy that and I hope you all do too. So um, we also have a prayer line. I do a prayer line um, every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't do it through YouTube though. You have to go into um, TalkShoe.com. If you go into um, TalkShoe.com, you do have to register. You have to um Sign up. It's free, but you can um, dial in and um, listen to um, prayer. And I think it's only you only have to um, sign you only have to um, sign up if you want to use the chat feature. But if you just want to listen, um, I don't think you, you. I think you can just dial in and just listen. Um, but yeah, so this is um, basically what we do. What we do here. Um, all of these teachings, these are teachings that are done on the truth. We cover the truth. We cover Bible prophecy. You're going to hear the truth on this channel. So this this channel may get you targeted if you're not already targeted, or this um, channel may get you, you know, um, involved in some warfare of some sort. But you know, you all got your armor on and you're all ready for it. You're prepared for it. You're prepared for the fight. 
Um, I believe that you've all been um, led here, and that's why you're here. So um, I appreciate all of you who have subscribed. For those of you who haven't, please subscribe to the channel. Please support the channel. Please support the mission. Um, and with that said, we're going to go ahead and get started because this this is going to, um, you know, this topic is very, this is a controversial topic, I'm going to tell you. There's, I, I've gotten, like, some nasty remarks, um, you know, in terms of, uh, I guess, my theology on the, one, the, the entire 144,000. But the truth is, unless you're one of them, you, you, you can't really say much about it. I mean, and the only reason why, and the only way you know that you're one of them is if, if it comes from the, from the Lord. So, um, you know, that pretty much um, pushes, you know, whatever contentions there are out there when they want to come at you and say, hey, you know, that's, that's that's not right. That's not, you know, that's not that's false doctrine. Well, it's not. We're going to reuse the scripture. As you can see, um, well, if you can't see the board, I apologize for those of you who are having a difficult time. I do recognize that there's a, the lighting is an issue. Um, you know, we're going to hopefully mitigate that in the future. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to try to find a different space so um, I get more light in. But um, I have put the scripture, the, um, the scriptures up here to basically um, support the um, information that I put up here. So we're going to talk about this. This is a very, this is a mysterious group of people, a peculiar people, okay? So we're going to get into that. Um, this is going to be really exciting. So this message is definitely going to bless you tonight. Um, so let's get started with prayer first, all right? Amen. I'm feeling extra silly tonight, too, so just bear with me. I'm just like, um, I'm on fire right now. So just bear with me, and um, we're going to have a good time tonight. It's going to be action-packed. You know, this is a live broadcast. I hope you all are excited. I hope you all are feeling a little bit silly tonight, too. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and have some fun. But let's go ahead and start with a prayer. All right, so I'm going to come, Heavenly Father, um, we come before you right now, Lord. Uh, thank you for um, allowing me to um, utilize this platform this evening and um, share this uh, teaching tonight with the body of believers, Lord. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do tonight. Lord, I just thank you for this, this, um, this message that, you, that they are about to receive tonight, Lord. Bless the Holy Spirit. I ask that you take over this um, teaching, take over um, everything that I have to say. I ask that you um, enlighten those who are listening. I ask that you move, let your spirit move, and let this be an anointed. Um, message and let this message bless the lives of those who are listening right now and those who um, tune in later. Um, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in these last days. You're bringing your people together. You're bringing the, the, the sheep back to the shepherds, Lord. And um, you know, you have blessed me as an earthen vessel to be able to communicate um, uh, to communicate to your sheep, Lord. And I, I thank you, Lord. I feel so blessed and I feel so appreciated that I'm able to stand here and, and um, basically feed the sheep in the name of Jesus. So I'm just really grateful to be used as a vessel, Lord, and I'm just grateful that they are actually receiving wisdom and knowledge from these, from these teachings. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do right now, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that every one of these listeners are going to be blessed tonight in the name of Jesus, Lord. Holy Spirit, move and have your way over this air, over this uh, over this broadcast right now in the name of Jesus. We invite you in. We ask that you um, lead. I ask that you lead me and guide me into all truth, into all um, knowledge and wisdom right now. And I just thank you, Father. I thank you in the name of Jesus. And we say amen. Okay. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get into this. Now, um, I've had, you know, initially, see, sometimes you have to really listen to what the Lord is saying because um, I was, 
for example, I was asked to, um, hold on a second. Now, um, I want to know if you guys can still hear me because I did something a little different. So, um, please, in the chat room on, on YouTube, if you can still hear me, if you can just let me know if you can still hear me. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, so I had asked, a few people had asked me to do a teaching on the 144. Well, they didn't ask me to do a teaching. They asked me if they could have more information on the uh, 144,000. And um, initially, I was like, well, you know, I didn't know if I felt like I should do a teaching, and um, I basically um, felt myself prey on it. Um, and I just felt like um, the Lord was pushing me to do this video. Like He wanted me to do this video. He wanted me to talk about this video. And um, there's some things that's happening to me personally that makes me believe that that's what he wants me to do. And um, it was just like I could feel his, his presence, and it was just like, you know, just do the video on the 144,000. Um, and this is the reason why we're going to go ahead and get into the video, um, get into this, this teaching, rather. So um, for one, these are a peculiar group of people. Let's define what peculiar actually means. So. Um, when we look at these group of people, okay, these are the 12 tribes of Israel. These are the true Israelites, okay? Um, and this is how I, this is how, um, second. This is how I came to find out that um, I was Israel. Um, and if you look at the Bible, there's going to be, like I said, um, Right now, on these days, Israel is being gathered, okay? There's a gathering taking place. The remnant is being gathered, and a lot of truth is coming out in, in terms as to who the real Israelites are. And we know that even in the Bible and Revelation, they speak about the um, the people who are referring to themselves as Israelites, and they're, just, um, they're basically synagogues of Satan. It says that the people who are claiming to be Jews are actually um, not being honest. They're not Jews. They're not the real Jews. Um, and as we can see, if you just do your research, and I don't really have time to get into all that. We'll, we'll probably do another teaching on that another, another time because um, what's happening with Israel is the real is the real tribes of Israel are being gathered right now. And um, they've been scattered across the four, the four corners of the earth. They don't know who they are. People are beginning to realize that they are Israel. And um, they're going to be surprised when they find out who the real Israelites are. So it's a lot of confusion amongst them. We know that the enemy is all about confusion. Um, if you read Psalms 83, it basically talks more about that, how they say us cut Israel off as a nation, because we all know that Israel, initially, they had a covenant, a covenant with the Lord. You know, um, Moses, the, the law of Moses, was basically with the tribes of Israel. Um, you know, Israel was God's chosen people initially, and um, it was like two groups back then. But now we know that the Gentiles have been grafted in, um, when um, Jesus came, <clears throat> when Jesus came, so um, they started to expand the church, and um, with that, the Gentiles are not going to be grafted in. But let's just get into um, this, this peculiar group of people. So when you say peculiar, what we're talking about here are these people are strange. When you look at when you define what peculiar means, peculiar means strange, okay, queer, odd. You know, they're unique. You know, they. Um, they uh, belong to exclusively to some sort of group. Um, 
So these are, you know, very, they're not, they're not, they're not, they don't, they basically are not fitting in with the, um, what you would consider, I guess, a normal class of people. Um, they basically stand out. When you look at it, they, they stand out. Um, so these people are, um, uh, hold on a second. Are you able to see me, guys? It looks like it cut off on me. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, folks, I'm having some trouble um, on YouTube. Okay. Okay, because my camera cut out. Hold on a minute. All right, so we're just going to keep rolling because um, we're going to keep rolling. You know, sometimes, you know, the enemy is busy. He's going to be busy on I'm going to tell you, he's going to be busy on this one. I've been, I've been under attack all day today. All right, so um, so basically these, you know, these people are, they stand out. So this group of, of people that are considered, and when you look at it, kind of like rebellious because they stand out. They're like divergent. They don't fit in. They don't fit into the normal class of people. All right. So, um, who are the 144? So, you know, I hope you have your swords ready because we're going to be spending a lot of time in Revelation. But the 144,000 are the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, they are the 12 tribes of Israel. All right. So, if we look at Revelation 7:4, and I, you want to make sure that you watch this entire video because I have some, I have like something that's going to probably blow your mind um, at the end of the um, after we get done with this board. Um, but if you look at Revelation 7:4, it says here, and I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. So what the sealing is, so these are just basically some of the characteristics of who these people are. There's the 12 tribes of Israel. They're the first fruit who have been redeemed. Okay, so when you say first fruit, Let's break down what first fruits actually mean, okay? So first fruits are basically fruit, fruit that ripens first, okay? So these are fruits that ripens first, all right? Redeem means to buy back, to recover by payment, okay? So when you look at, when you say redeemed and you say to buy back or recover by payment, that means that if somebody's buying something back, that means that we've, we've been somewhere, we've been with that person before. So and then we, like, fell away or something, or something along the lines of that. So it's like you're redeeming us, like God has redeemed us back. That means that he bought us back. But it seems like um, we basically were with him before, and then we um, got taken away or some sort. I want you to just ponder on that because we're going to come back and touch back on this um, a little while. But to be, to be redeemed means to get back, to get back custody of or to get back to recover um, what you have lost or something uh, along the lines of that. Okay, these people are, um, and here's a reference, Revelation 14, 4. They are still servants of God in Jesus. Okay, so these are the servants of God. So we know to be a servant of God is basically you are basically working for God directly. You are, a servant is um, basically classified as um, a, um, a worker or to, pro to provide some sort of service, okay? And um, so we're still servants. 
the sealing comes from the Holy Spirit. I believe the sealing is the Holy Spirit, okay? They're anointed evangelists, okay? So when you look at the evangelists, they're preachers of the gospel, okay? So these are the people that are going to be at the end and they, um, during the end times, they are going to be the ones that are preaching the gospel to those who don't know Christ. So they're going to be basically bringing on a whole new body of believers um, into the church, okay? These are virgins, okay? Now, this is where the controversy comes in with the virgins. So you, you got men swearing that they are, because it says, let's read it, let's read it verbatim, okay? So if we go to Revelation 14, 4, And, you know, men are, they're, they're so, I mean, they're, they really take this and they literally run with it. Um, these are the ones who were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. Okay, these are the ones who follow the land wherever he goes. So what they're, what they're meaning by this, they're not saying that they're literally male. When it says no, they're not defiled with women, what they mean is they're not engaged in any um, false doctrine, Okay. They're not um, participating in the church where there's, um, you know, when you got the, the false doctrines where um, the church has been basically polluted with um, Jezebel spirits and so forth. So these are new believers. They take hold of the of the word of God and they live by that word because these are evangelists. They're, they have to preach the gospel and they live by the Holy Spirit. So these are virgins. Um, they're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. They follow the Lamb wherever he goes. They're totally connected to Christ. So these people are like diehard, they're faithful as, as they are 100% committed to um, to uh, to this whole this whole mission. So these are people that are not defiled with the um, with the uh, with. I guess you could say, you know how some people believe that they're Christians and uh, they're not being led by the Holy Spirit; they're being led by false, uh, you know, false spirits and so forth. So these people are 100% committed to Christ. They follow Him wherever He goes. And um, they are gifted, they're filled with the Holy Spirit, okay? Now, you hear a lot of men think just because they say they're virgin and they're not defiled with women, they, they assume that they're referring to uh, men. But I'm going to tell you something. The scripture says, if you look at Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 20, 31, verse 22, it says, and let's go to it. I want, I want you to know this, guys, because you guys are, I mean, you guys think that, you know, people are going to be surprised in these last days. <laughs> Let me just say that. Because the men swear that they are just in charge of everything. They're so manly. And, and it's like there's a, there's a new thing that's taking place right now. Okay, so um, if we go to Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 22, it says, How long would you gad about or would you backsliding daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing in the earth. A woman shall encompass a man. So what that means is, when you say that, I'm like, wow. So the woman is basically going to be basically protecting, acting as a protector of the man. So this is going to be something different. And he's telling you, for the Lord has created a new thing in the earth, okay? A woman will come. So just this, this meditate on that, men. You know, this, you know, this meditate on that. So the women are going to um, uh, be protecting you guys, yeah. So... He's raising up warriors in these last days. It's going to look pretty different. You know, God does the most unusual things. Um, he gets things, you know, just like he did with Moses. Like, I, I believe that when the Israelites saw that Moses came to um, deliver them from the Egyptians, I guess Moses was older at that time, and 
they're looking at Moses like, you know, really? Like, and God does, God, God, he would do that. Just like he used David to um, go after Goliath. David was a young boy. And um, none of the older men were, they were afraid. But David, a young boy, wasn't afraid. And David basically conquered Goliath. So he used the most un, unusual circumstances to accomplish his, um, to accomplish his will. So, um, you know, ladies, get ready because he's raising warriors. Ladies, get ready. Get on fire for the Lord because we will encompass a man. Amen. All right. That's fine. Okay. So, um, and also, if we look at number six, it says, Moses' feet were found in their mouth. Okay. So this means um, that they're basically teaching the gospel. Deceit means to, um, to uh, it's a distortion of truth for the purpose of misleading. So these people... Um, basically stick to the word. They're not trying to deceive anyone. They're not trying to um, bring on false doctrine. You know, um, these people have a pure heart, okay? They're chosen and faithful, okay? Because remember, I said they follow the land wherever he goes. So, you know, those who are with him, uh, Revelation 17, 14. Let's go to Revelation 17, 14. So those who are with him, okay, are called chosen and faithful. So throughout the text, you find that these, these group of people, I went to land wherever he goes, okay? So I read, these will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords and king of kings, and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful, okay? So these are also the bride of Christ. Now, um, if you go to um, Revelation 21.9, it um. So I'm going to tell you, the bride of Christ is exactly 144,000, okay? The bride of Christ is 144,000. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of doctrine out there about the rapture. Um, I believe that, I, I'm not sure if it's going to, now I believe, I know that Jesus is coming back um, because I've personally um, received revelation of that. And um, where, where we're going to go, that's a whole other story. I, I have no idea because if you look at Revelation, um, they talk about a wilderness also. They talk about a wilderness. I think in Revelation 12, they refer to a wilderness. And um, when Jesus says he's coming, he said he's coming with a sword. He's not coming for peace. He's coming with a sword. And he's dividing. Basically, the sheep and goat are going to be divided. So I don't know if we're uh, def- definitely the Church of Philadelphia, which is also the 144, which is also the Bride of Christ, um, the 144, are going to be taken away um, during that time. They're going to be taken away. Now, if whether we're going to heaven or not right then and there, I don't know. But I know that we're going to be removed from the wrath. Um, we're going to be removed. But whoever's going to be here are going to be sealed. Whatever people are going to be out of the 144 that are going to be here, they're going to remain here, and they're going to evangelize, they're going to be protected. But for the most part, when people talk about the rapture, I know that Jesus is coming. I know that he's removing us from, from the, um, the, the, the uh, hour of testing. Where we're going, I have no idea. Okay, so, it's, you know, there's a lot of speculation that we're going to heaven, we're going to be in heaven. But then you see in the text of Revelation 12, I have prepared a spot for you, you know, so um, in the wilderness. So we don't really know that. I don't really know that. So, you know, I go back and forth on that doctrine because that hasn't really been revealed to me um, in terms of um, whether that's um, true or not. But I do know that he's coming to remove us. We would not be here. For those who are... Um, those who make up this number will not be, well, you'll be here to some extent, but whoever's sealed will actually remain um, 
whoever sealed will be here, and uh, we're going to talk about that because I want to show you some things in, in terms of um, the angels and so forth. So we're going to talk about that. Okay, um, so that's the bride of Christ is the 144,000. When, when he goes into describing New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem is basically symbolic. New Jerusalem is all symbolic. It's basically um, the, if, if you read uh, Revelation 21, let's go ahead and take a look at it. Let's go ahead and read it. All right, so we're going to start um, Revelation 21, verse 9. Then one of the seven angels who had seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city and holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like the most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Also, she had great and high walls with 12 gates. Okay, so the 12 gates, um, symbolic for um, Israel, 12 tribes of Israel. And the 12 angels at the gate with the names written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. So um, let's move on to um, the city is laid out on the square. I moved on to um, 2116. The city is laid out on the square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with a reed, 12,000 furlongs. Its length, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man that is of an angel. We're going to talk about this, okay? Um, the construction of his wall was as of jasper. So they're talking about the building. It's basically symbolic for um, for Israel. Um, Israel was basically, um, you know, basically every time God does something, it's just like with the tabernacle, um, the tabernacle that Moses had to um, build, that they built in the um, Old Testament. It was all symbolic for Israel. You know, the structure of it basically represented the church, um, and that's what it represents. And this is what um, New Jerusalem represents. It's basically speaking of the bride of Christ. Everything is related to the tribes of Israel. Everything, if you ever look at the Bible, 12 is a significant number. You know, everything is about the 12, um, the 12 tribes of Israel, okay? So these are also God's army. Okay, if you look at Revelation 19, 14, okay? 1914. Okay. So it says here, And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Okay, so we know that when Jesus comes, when Jesus comes, the army is going to also come with him on the white horses. So when Jesus rides out, so is the army coming with him. So this is also the army in Job chapter 2. Okay. Um, these are also priests and judges, okay? So they're going to be ruling in the um, millennial kingdom, okay? So these are priests and judges, and you can reference that at Revelation 20, verse 4, Exodus 19, uh, 6, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Now, we all know that um, these people, Israel is under attack. We already know that anytime you're doing anything with evangelism and you're basically going into territories, you're basically bringing on new believers, this group of people are under constant demonic attack. These people are basically, this is why they're, they're, they're warriors. This is why these people, this group of people have been trained 
to basically war in the spirit because these people are going against the grain. They're they're not they're they don't conform with the world. They've been brought out of the world. They're chosen. They're chosen and faithful. They're committed to the service. They're committed to this army. They're committed to the gospel of Christ. And their work that they're doing is so is 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 so um profound. I mean, they're impacting lives where they're going to basically be bringing on new believers into the um into the church. And as a result, they're going to receive heavy persecution as a result of that, because you're now stepping on enemy's lines. You're now going over those, um, the enemy lines and so forth. So it's going to be, um, uh, it's going to be something that's going to be um, very interesting to see. Um, but these people are being heavily persecuted um, because of their, their mission and because they're doing the work for the Father right now. So um, just to let you all know that. Um, and All right, so um, they are also witnesses for Jesus and God. So if you look at Revelation 24, okay, in Isaiah 4, chapter 43, verse 10, the Lord is basically saying that these people are witnesses. It's like as if God needs a witness, right? He's God. But um, he says, if we look at Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God for him, nor shall there be after me. Okay, so he's basically saying we are going to basically be a witness. Now, the 144,000, they um, actually are going to be singing a song. They have a song that they sing that only they can sing, that only they can sing, and I believe it's based off of their experiences because they've had um, experience in trials and tribulations. I mean, you're basically, folks, we're basically going back into Exodus with a twist. I mean, they're basically leading the Israelites out, um, they're basically like the leaders of the, um, the bringing like the whole remnant out pretty much, and um, turning not only that but turning believers, uh, people who are who do not believe like therefore like their atheists and so forth, who are not um, knowledgeable of Christ. You know, they're basically bringing on a whole new breed of believers. So they're going to receive extreme, extreme persecution as a result of that. So their songs are going to be based off of their experiences. They're going to receive a lot of pain a lot of um, trials, it's, just, it's going to be so um, torturous on them. And they're going to have a very, um, you know, this isn't an easy thing. We see it, you know, throughout the text, even with um, Barnabas and, um, what is it, Barnabas and Paul, um, when they went out and evangelized and back in Acts, when they look out back in Acts, um, when they went out and, you know, basically, went to go spread the gospel in another area and we went out and expanded it into the Gentiles and they received heavy persecution as a result of that. So this is not anything, um, this is not going to be something that's going to be very easy. However, they are sealed, so they will receive protection because of the sealing. So some of the things, like if you look at Joel chapter 2, um, some of the things that they're going to, the, the attacks that they're going to be experiencing, um, God said in Joel chapter 2, and we can go, go look at that, and I'm looking at the entire chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. This is God's army. It basically explains this group of people are supernatural. This, these groups of pe- this group of people are a supernatural group. We're going to talk about um, um, angels slash humans. We're going to get into that because um, there's some scripture that, that um, basically says that these people are um, they're angels. If you look at the scripture, I'm going to show you. Um, so what 
So what we're going to do right now is look at Job chapter 2 because I want to show you something. The day of the Lord, when he comes, is going to be terrible. No one will be able to stand. The wrath that's coming, I mean, the wrath is basically for the wicked, those who um, fail to repent, those who did not get out of here, those who refuse to pick up their cross, those who refuse to believe in Christ. So, you know, basically um, the wrath is going to come upon those who are left here because the church is going to be removed. Um, so when you go to Joel chapter 2, you know, he's very clear in terms of um, what you can expect um, from these, these group of people. These group of people, this, these, these people are no joke. So let's just, let's just read Joel chapter 2. It says, Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. Uh, a people come great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be such after them, okay? Even for many successive generations, a fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like a garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Could you imagine that? Before you, a garden of Eden, a beautiful garden of Eden, and then right behind, I mean, this is just the analogy that he gives, and it's like a wilderness, a desolate wilderness behind them because it's all, you know, burned up. Um, surely nothing shall escape them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses. And like swift steeds, so they run. With a noise like chariots over mountaintops, they leap. Like the noise of a flame and fire that devours stubble. Wow. Like the people strong set in battle array. Before them, the people rid in pain. All faces are drained of color. So people see them. People are seeing, seeing this army, and um, they can't believe what they're seeing. Okay, so um, they run like mighty men. They climb the wall. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation, and they do not break their ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in his own column. Though they launch between the weapons, they are not cut down. So this is basically saying though they lunge between the weapons as if they have gotten hurt, it, it doesn't affect them, Okay. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb into houses. They enter the windows like a thief. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark, and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army. This is his army. For the, his camp is very great, but strong is the one who executes his word. But the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? That's what he's asking. Who is able to, who is able to uh, stand in that day? They are. They are the ones who are pure. They're pure in heart. The ones who are uh, the ones who are chosen and faithful. They are. So everyone else is they're, they're sealed. Okay. So um, this is the army. Okay. Um, they're going to sing a song. These are dedicated people. Okay. These are dedicated people. And I now want to go into one um, of the verses where it talks about. Um, so this is going to be this. You know, we already went over the, the other revelation. Um, where they said the walls were built as uh, 144 cubits, which is um, basically consistent of a man and an angel. So that's your first indicator. Okay. Um, now, if you look at Matthew chapter 16, 27 through 28. Now, um, I did a teaching. Uh, I don't know what video I talked about this in, but there was a video that I talked about um when God made the comment in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, and he made um, 
another comment um, about knowing us before he chose us. He knew us before he formed us in the womb. And, that, you know, that gives, like, a lot of different, uh, I mean, you can, you can take that in a lot of different ways. And it's like, um, well, what did he mean he knew us before he formed us? You know, you know. so we all know that um, before Genesis 1, there, um, you know, angels existed before Genesis 1. Um, and Satan was one of those angels in, until he got cast down for, um, for pride. So there's, uh, you know, I'm led to believe that there, there, uh, there are incarnates, um, and we'll talk about this because um, Scripture shows that there are incarnates. Jesus is an incarnate. Jesus was God in the flesh. Um, what happened is, you know, the spirit of God was in the flesh body. Okay, we know our bodies are just vehicles. Our body are just our bodies are just vessels. The spirit is the one that lives. The body just goes to the dust. The body is nothing but dust. Okay, but the spirit is a living is the living part of your of your um of your body. Okay, so Jesus was simply God in the flesh. Okay, with his spirit in the body. Okay, just just in the vessel. Okay. Um, so let's go to um, Matthew chapter 16, verse 27 and 28, because I want to show you some things in here that is going to, like, totally, like, um, but before we go there, let's go to Revelations. I'm going to show you something. So if you go to Revelations, now listen to this. Now, we all said that these um, individuals, the 144,000 are sealed because the sealing is nothing but a protection. The sealing is a protection mechanism. The sealing is the Holy Spirit, okay? Because the Holy Spirit, when the tribulation comes, the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out of the earth. The only thing that's going to be having the Holy Spirit are these people, okay? So there will be no Holy Spirit presence available because it's like he's the restrainer and he's leaving. They, they, they will be filled with the Holy Spirit, these people. All right, so um, if you go to um, Revelation, look at Revelation chapter... Uh, Now you know that these are these folks are still the one hundred forty four. But look at Revelation chapter seven verse one. I'm gonna read it. Revelation seven chapter seven verse one. Listen to this very clear carefully. After these things I saw four angels, okay, saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. Okay. So this angel had the seal of the living God. These people are sealed. Okay, these people are sealed. Um, they're going to be sealed with the, uh, the sealing of the living God. Okay, so that's an indicator right there. Okay, when we're talking about these people being angels. All right, so um, let's go to um, another picture right here. Okay, if you go to Revelation chapter 14, Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, okay, 14, verse 6. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him who made the heaven and earth, the sea, and springs of water. So this is an angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach. These people are evangelists. 
these people preach. Okay? Um, let's go again. Let's go to... Um, We're going to go to uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 27 through 28. So this explains um, the supernatural components of this, of these, these group of pe- this group of people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. The peculiar people that stand out. It seems like God uses the Israelites over and over again, um, chosen. Um, you know, they're a chosen generation. The entire Israelites are a chosen generation. It seems like he continues to use the Israelites in whatever um, he has to accomplish on earth, okay? All right, so we're looking at uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 27 through 28. Okay, so it says here, for the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels. Listen to this. For the Son of Man, okay, we're talking about Jesus, will come in glory of his Father with his angels, and he will reward each according to his work. Okay, so these people are referred to the army. They're referred to angels. I'm just saying, you know, these people, this mysterious group of people that no one can seem to figure out. If you look at the text, if you look at everyone who, who writes about the 144,000, this is a mysterious group of people. Throughout the scripture, throughout the Bible, they're not just found in Revelation 7 and, 7 and 14. They're found throughout the text, throughout the Bible. You can find information on these people. These are their mysterious, their peculiar group of people. They don't blend in, okay? If you look at the movies, the movies that they're making today, the movies are based off of the 144,000. If you, if you watch the movie Hunger Games, when they talk about the twelve, uh, the uh, what is it? The twelve districts, where they um, it's a post-war state or whatever. If anybody watched the first Hunger Games, if you uh, watch that movie, they talk about the twelve districts that are basically um, war-torn. It's like a war-torn country um, or districts, and um, based off of poverty. And they had where the elites, you know, basically use these people for um, for Hunger Games for war, for basically hunting. Um, having them hunt each other and kill each other. But um, they're basically 12, it basically resembles the 12 tribes of Israel, 12 districts, you know, you know, spread out. It's, it's all reflective of the 12 tribes of Israel. You look at um, Divergent, Divergent, the um, second series. What is it? The um, Insurgent, the second part of Divergent series. Insurgent, where they're talking about, if you watch the, the very beginning of the movie, where they talk about the people who are dangerous, the people who um, won't conform, the people are, um, the military is after them. They, uh, they won't conform. They um, are rebellious. They, they put all these different classifications on these type of people. They're talking about the 144,000, okay, because these people are basically, they're, correct, they're led by God, and they're going out into danger. They're going into territories to take back with the thief and the stolen, and that's just the truth. They're coming here to take, to basically preach the gospel, so that people can receive salvation because the thief is out here stealing souls and out here uh, trying to send people to hell. So they're basically going over those those barriers, and now they're being able to miss it. I'm going to tell you something. The 144 are the destroying angels. They're the destroyers. They're, gonna, they're the ones you saw in Joel 2. When I read to you in Joel 2, this place is going to burn by them. They're burning this place down. Because what's happening is they're getting ready 
for Jesus to rule. So they have to, everything that's here in Babylon has to go. And this is it. These, these people are, that's it. This is why, if anybody's in this group, this is why you're under attack. This is why they're coming. They, this, this, this group of people is basically destroying. Let's, you don't believe me, let's go to it. Let's go to it. God has destroying angels, okay, angels that destroy, okay? And it's the it's reason. Whatever God is trying to do something new, the old has to go, okay? But that's, that's the mystery solved. That's the mystery behind this group. You know, some of them, and you get kind of, it, it, it's kind of tricky because some of them are, evan- you know, they're evangelizing and, and they're destroyed at the same time. But they're all about peace, but they have to remove what's here, what's broken. The system is broken. Babylon is broken. Babylon is now under judgment. <laughs> judgment has come upon Babylon. Babylon didn't repent. Okay, if Babylon didn't repent, her sins are reached, has reached up to the heavens, and she hasn't repented. So now Babylon is going to burn. Babylon is going to burn. Okay, and it's, it's very clear in um, the book of Revelation, I believe it's um, chapter uh, 18. But let's go to um, how these angels, they're destroying Okay. Go to Revelation. Go back into Revelation. So let's think about it. You have the king of Babylon, right? The king of Babylon who knows who you are. He knows who you are. He knows you. He knows what you're going to do. He knows that you're awakening now. He knows what's coming. And this group has already been targeted. You've been targeted before you even knew that you were one of these people. You've already been targeted. It's already been it's already been playing. An attack on your life has already been done since you were born. When you came out, he already knew who you were, and the attack was already there. It just has been subtle, but now it's, the time is here now, where it's just like right in your face because the time is here. These are the last days, and now it's like full like full circle. Everything's just out in the open. So that's that's what's going on right there. Um, and I guarantee you, these people are these people are on the um, terrorist list. Okay, they're getting taunted. They're getting taunted by the military. Okay, that's why they're getting harassed. They can't find work. Um, you're led by the Holy Spirit. They don't want your Holy Spirit. You're anointed. They, they don't want your anointing around. They don't want you around um, because they know who they know what this group. They know what this group is. They know who these people are, okay? All right, so let's look at, um, I'm looking at the eighth chapter of Revelation, okay? So here we go. Let's look at chapter eight, and I'm going to start at um, verse five. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thundering, lightnings, and earthquakes. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. All right, so here we are. So here's one of the important instructions. She threw the altar to the earth. Okay. Um, here's the next one. The first angel sounded, and hell and fire followed, mingled with blood. Okay. And it was thrown out to the earth. So here you have all the instructions taking place at the hands of the angels, at the sound of their trumpets, you know, which basically sets off the, um, the destruction. All right. So um, these are angels that are that are pretty much tearing it down, tearing the place up. Um, so let's go to another scripture. I'm going to try to convince you that who these people are. Um, let's go to Matthew chapter 25, verse 31. 
So um, Matthew 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Here we go again with his holy angels with him. So here you go have again, you know, you do a crosswalk between um, uh, Revelation, uh, Matthew 25 and Matthew 16, you know what I just read. It's, he's referring to these people as holy angels again. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all his holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. You see? Okay, still not convinced. Let's look at Second Samuel, chapter uh, 24, verse 16. So these people, um, you know, this goes back to what I said, they're supernatural, okay? So we're looking at 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 16, okay? So it says here, and when the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, it is enough, now restrain your hand. And the angel of the Lord was, was by the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. So this goes to show again that the angels, he has destroying angels. God has destroying angels. Okay, so this scripture clearly shows that when it's time to go down, when it's time for something to be destroyed, he sends his holy, he sends his angels to do it. Okay? So same case in Babylon, where Babylon is about to be destroyed. These people, human and angel. Okay? First Timothy um, chapter five verse twenty one. Okay, to first Timothy chapter five verse twenty one. And I'm just trying to prove a few points that I'm going to open up the line and check the chat room. Okay, it says right here, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice and doing nothing with partiality. See, here it is again. I charge you before God. Okay, in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the elect angels. Okay, so um, you know, this is you know this is what it is, guys. This is what it is, and we're gonna make one last case in point. Um, you know, you ever heard the scripture? Um, be careful um, how you treat people, because you may be entertaining angels unaware. Um, Hebrews thirteen two. Hebrews thirteen two, and this is the last one. Okay. All right, so it says here, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Okay? So, um, yeah. Folks, they, um, 
They exist. Uh, and let's just go back to that last, that one, that chapter once again, where it describes New Jerusalem, where it describes, gives a description of New Jerusalem. I, I just want that to really, I want that to really soak in um, in terms of this mysterious group of people. All right. So we're going back to um, Revelation 21. We're looking at Revelation 21, verse, verse 17. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man that is of an angel. 144 cubits. Okay? So um, this describes this, this group. Um there's other things in here uh, that refer to um, the 144 in terms of, you know, God said that the Israelites were a chosen generation. So the entire nation of Israel as a whole is a chosen generation, a uh, generation um, consistent with priests and so forth. So he basically blessed and anointed the Israelites, okay? Um, that being said, uh, certain people have been chosen to do certain tasks. If you ever see... If you look at throughout the Bible, anyone who ever did God's will was basically of the um, of the Israelites. He used this, I guess that was his, his group of people that he used to do his bidding. Okay, so as a result, you know Satan hates the Israelites. He hates the Israelites. Whenever you get a chance, look at Psalm 83, and uh, they did everything that they can to break these people apart, to basically cut them off from being a nation. So they don't know who they are. They're scattered all throughout the four corners of the earth. Um, people are beginning to know who they are, but I, I would tell you, when you're under attack, when some of you are being persecuted, you don't even know the reason why. You know, it could, you don't even, you, the last thing you're going to think is I'm an Israelite because you don't know. You know, you're thinking that people in Israel are the true Israelites, but that, that's not the case. It clearly states, and I'm going to show you in the scripture, it clearly states that these are, those are not the real Israelites or those are not the real Jews. Let me find it. Find it here. Okay, so here it is. If you look at Revelation chapter 3, verse 9, it says, Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and they are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet to know that I have loved you. So it says it right here. These are not, they're, they're not the real Jews. Okay? So, um, so, yeah, so the real Jews are scattered throughout the entire uh, throughout the four corners of the earth. So now the remnant are being um, gathered because Israel will be redeemed. It's very clear that God is going to redeem Israel. The nation of Israel will be redeemed. So if you are um, Israel, you're being redeemed. I mean, you're still going to have to go through punishment, but you will be redeemed. Um, so that's the good, that's, that's excellent news for you. So, um, uh, you know, just to put that out there. And we're going to do um, a teaching on the Israelites um, eventually, I, I need to get more revelation from that, though. I have to really pray about that one. Um, but uh, we're going to do a teaching on that. So, I mean, some of you could be very well Israel and don't even know it, don't even realize it. But, um, you know, just pray about it. 
some of your persecution because how would you know when you're you're being targeted? You know, how would you know that you are Israel? It would have to come from, you know, from the Lord revealing that to you. So this is something to consider, okay? So um, let me just go and look at the chat line. Let's get ready to open up the chat line and see if anybody has any questions and Okay. Um, okay. I'm just going through and see. Um, anybody has any questions, guys? If you have any anything to add, or if, if anyone that, um, if anyone wants to add anything or make a comment, I'm going to open up the chat line and talk to you. Um, feel free to do so. I, it's hard for me to go in the bottom of the. Um, of the to go scroll through all of the questions. Okay, let me open up the line. Hi, Sequita. You're you're unmuted. Hello? Does someone have a question? Okay, I'm going to unmute the cause, all of them then. Okay, so what do you guys think about that? What do you think about that? I'm just interested in knowing what your thoughts are on on the, on the group, on this group. Anybody? Don't be shy. On what? Can I be quitting? Yes. Yes. Um, about like the high says how the 144,000 is going to be following the Lamb wherever he goes. You said the, the 144 are going to follow what now? The Lamb, the Lamb of God wherever he goes. Right. Right, because I remember when I when I was a beginner Christian, I, I, I read that, and I was kind of thinking about that um, the hundred forty. <laughs> 144,000 are just going to be bowing down, like praising um, the Lamb of God, Jesus, like, you know, wherever you go, like, you know, all day, all night, just praising God. I mean, Jesus, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like that. So when I, in the beginning, when I, when I first became a Christian, I read that, I, I was kind of thinking about, that's not a job. I don't want a job like that. Who wants to do that all day, you know? I was kind of, you know, just me thinking, you know, although I'll be in heaven, I'll be happy. And then when, when, I, when I finally further did research, I found out, they follow the lamb wherever he goes because the 144,000 are uh, are an elite warrior group, you know. They can go to battle, you know, against um, evil. So they're like kind of like when when we when because I have military experience too. It's kind of like when they see the 144,000 with the lamb of God with Jesus, people people kind of see see and, and understand who the lamb of God is, you know, because he's walk he's. He's with the 144,000. Know, the people probably say, um, why does he need a security force that powerful, 144,000 individuals? You know, but we're following him like willingly, you know, because he's our, because he's our savior. He saved us too because we were, we were actually born here on earth. You know, 
because he talks about the angels that was born to hell on earth. Jesus still had to even die for us, although we were born, we were born. He had to die for us for our sins because we were born into sin. You know, so I mean, the story. I mean, the, the story is amazing. You know, because because even though we were born here, we still could have went to hell. You know, although we were you we were angels angels in heaven before. That's how I see it. So he died for us so we can go get back to heaven and so we can do work work for the Lord God, you know, because we love him. Right. And that's why, um, yeah, um, so when they say they follow him everywhere he goes, like literally, like even right now, like you're totally committed to praise and, um, you know, you're fasting, you're taking up your cross, you're, right. you're receiving persecution without complaining, you're praying, you're constantly <coughs> remaining, uh, praying without right. ceasing. And, and, and right. things like that, you're staying connected to him because um, that's what it's all about, meaning like you follow him no matter what, no matter what comes your way, you know, right. you war for him. And that's what, you know, that's what that's what it's referring to. And it's just like he says, um, when you when you all get saved, it's not you get it. Like he didn't choose us. I mean, we didn't choose him. He chose <clears throat> us. So what that means is the Father drew us to him, okay? So that means right. that the Holy Spirit came and basically led us to him. Okay, because the only way you can get to God, the only way you can get to to um, God is through the through the um, through Jesus, and so um, so He led us to Jesus, so that we can be in this position, so that we're able to be here. So it's like we didn't get up there and, and choose ourselves. He chose. It was already done. It was already ordained. Like all of our steps are already ordained, and um, it was already designed for us to um, to be in, in this group. I mean, it's not by coincidence. I mean, it was done. Before you were even born, he said it. I chose you before you were even born. I knew you before you were born. So um, it was already basically all figured out. So when we follow him, we're basically saying, hey, we don't care. We're going to take it. We're faithful. And that's what he said. These people that were with him were faithful and true because we basically died for him. We martyred. You know, some of us get martyred and, and get killed. We, have, we, we die. And we don't mind because it's just like we have that love. It's grown in us. Like when we, when we get saved, we're so connected. Like, it's, it's the connection that is just like, even me, I'm looking like, I can't believe I'm sitting here. You know, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting here. I would have never thought that I would be sitting here, read my Bible all the time like this, and, and doing videos. I mean, I never would have thought this. I would have never thought this about my life. And, um, you know, it's just something that changes you. Like, he literally comes in and takes over. Like, when you when you get saved, he literally comes in. If you're chosen, he comes in and he takes over. And he says, your life is not your own anymore. Your life is not your own, and it's not. You know, there's a scripture for that. Your life is not your own. I redeemed you. You know, I bought you. You know, I, you know, I invested in you. You know, it's just like literally, and then you're like faith because Jesus said, uh, you know, he, when he prayed for his disciples, this is from, you know, when he made a prayer for his disciples, it's somewhere in, um, in uh, John, the book of John. When he prayed for his disciples, he, he said, not one, of my, not one of them I lost except for the son of perdition that the scripture may be fulfilled. That's very reassuring. So it's like he said, Father, I kept your word. You know, those people who you have given to me, you know, because basically God gave us to Jesus, okay? God took, led us to Jesus. So Jesus is keeping us right now. So it's like basically like Jesus saying, you know, y'all, y'all are good. You know, uh, not one of my sheep is lost except for the son of perdition that the scripture may be fulfilled. As long as you're staying close to him, you're not going to be lost. Because he's going to give you what you need. He's the bread of life. He is the tree of life. You know, he will give you everything that he, the, everything that you need, in order to, you know, to um, remain, remain steadfast. You see what I'm saying? 
So right, I see what you said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And about the ceilings, about the ceiling thing, like I believe that I was already sealed. You know, it talks about um, so, so it talks about the hundred forty-four thousand that's going to be a great mystery and things. Um, what do you feel about that? You said you were already sealed, and, and, and what, what was that at the, at the end of it? Um, the great mystery, because the Bible talks about the great mystery about the hundred forty-four thousand who they are. You were talking about that too. <laughs> So how do you feel about that? Because I believe um, I, I've, I've already been sealed, but there are some that haven't been sealed yet that are going to be sealed. You know, it's like I believe like there's going to be a day that, okay, it's not going to be, you know, a day that we're waiting for um, Christians to grow spiritually. They're just going to be sealed and be protected, and they're just going to go out and do, the, do work for the Lord. I think they're already sealed I, 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 um, because the hour is late. The hour oh, is okay. already late. Um, they're already sealed. They're already sealed. And um, you can tell that they're sealed just because of the teachings that's happening right now. I mean, it's right, the right. teachings that's happening right now. It's like they're ready to ride. Like, it's just like last things are being, um, you know, maybe last minute things are happening, but the 144 are ready. They're ready to go. And um, okay. it's just like, um, right. you know, some people are not, they don't know. I, I think there's an issue in terms of people are not really paying attention to how God talks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a, you know, God is very superstitious, I'm not superstitious, sorry, supernatural, supernatural, and um, we have to learn how to um, pay attention to some of the things that he's teaching us, and this is why he uses, like, teachers like myself. You know, you're a teacher, J. Army. you do teaching on on YouTube, but it's just like, um, you know, he uses us to uh, basically convey messages for his followers and um, so forth. But um, they're, we're already sealed. Everybody's already sealed. It's going to be sealed. You're, you're sealed already. Um, and, you know, it's, we're about, the hour is already late. So, um, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, it's just like basically letting you know, hey, this is the plan. This is what's happening. Now, in terms of the other remnant, because this is just a portion. This is just a portion of Israel. Okay, this is like, like a portion of 144,000 that's basically going to be sealed. But there's another remnant, okay? There's a remnant of the people that are not sealed, but are Israel, that they're, that they're going to be redeemed also. The entire nation of Israel is going to be redeemed, okay? Because it says so, all right? Um, so we're basically going to be leading people into, um, into uh, the body of Christ, okay? So... Um, you know, some of these people, what I don't know is if this, what I don't know is if this whole group is the, you know, I don't know if it's like the whole group that's the, um, like, I don't know if the whole group is part of the army or, you know what I mean? I don't know that part of it. I don't know that level of detail. But um, these are the 144 that are sealed. They're definitely sealed and um, they're protected. Okay. So, yeah, so. That's it's, it's it's exciting. So um, it's definitely uh, time to get out of here. It's time it's time to, you know it's time to go. But this is, this would have basically explained like some of the uh, persecution that's happening to some of you um, that uh, fit this this category. And you would know it. You know you would already know. I, you know I believe you would already know if you are one um, because he would have told you know he would tell you that you are. I mean there's so many different signs and. I mean, from dreams. And, you know, just for example, um, the dream that I had, 
I posted it on YouTube. I had this dream maybe last year uh, in October or something. But I, you know, and I I, I um, talk about this dream because what happened in this dream was there was I was in this dream and it was my old neighborhood and I was went where my grandmother lives and I had drove around. I had to drive out like around a circle. She lived in the project. And I had to drive around a circle to get to the front of the to get to the front of the project. But um, as I drove around that circle, I was in a whole other place. You know how your dreams take you into another whole other place. But it was like I was in another dimension. What happened was, you know, I was in like a stadium, or like a coliseum, like, um, and I had a red ball with me. I was blowing this red ball down, blowing a red ball, and then all of a sudden I, I ended up in like it looks like a big stadium where I was on the top. And everything at the bottom was like people. You saw a swimming pool, diving board, and you saw a whole bunch of people out there just having fun, as in the days of Noah. And then all of a sudden, my ball fell down. My ball fell down. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I gotta get down there and get the ball. But I couldn't get down. And so then I'm like, oh. And I never looked down here to see what happened. And I'm trying to figure out this dream. And then um, I see somebody dressing a mannequin, uh, dressing a mannequin, and she had a feather in her hand and she was smiling at it. And then I was like, wow. So then I finally got the revelation, and it was like the red ball symbolizes, symbolized destruction. It symbolized the uh, impact hitting the earth, okay, um, fire, uh, fire, blood. It symbolized an impact hitting the earth as in the days of Noah. People were still having fun and partying and, and, and so forth. And um, what was interesting about the dream, though, is that it was me who, threw the bear, who rolled the ball down here. And it was uh, uh, somebody holding a feather in their hand. The mannequin represents um, uh, uh, a um, a body. I forgot what I what I wrote down. But it represents like some form, like a, you know, the human body. And then of course the feather represents angels, like um, so forth. So a lot of thought that was an interesting dream. And I'm looking at everything. The scripture basically um, lets you know that these people are human and angels. That's it. That's it. So that is the mystery behind the group. I mean, this group is uh, very supernatural. This group is also um, the military, and um, they're in God's military. They're in God's army. And um, this explains, you know, some of these people, this explains, explains some of the persecution you're getting. Um, you know, if you're, in this, if you're in this group and you know that you're in this group, um, and there's other different things that people are chosen for, not just the 144,000. I mean, there's so much other things that people are going to be doing in the last days. So, um, but this is one of the, um, I, I talk about this because, um, I, you know, this is one of my topics that I that I like to talk about. But um, And then I got questions about it. So this is the reason why we're talking about it today. So, um, yeah, so that basically concludes it. And, um you know, I would definitely, you know, whatever you taught here, take it to the Lord and just ask the Lord, you know, am I one of these people? Am I, do I fit in? Or ask yourself that. I mean, look at the characteristics. I mean, look at the synchronicities that have, that's happening in your life and uh, really get an ideal and understanding for what's going on and see if it, if it does, you know, if you don't like it. So, And definitely ask the Lord about it because he will, he will, um, Make sure that you know everything that you need to know about what you're going to be doing. Because, and then you also have to realize that God is very, um, this is, 
you don't know certain things, and there's going to be certain things that you don't know, okay? Because it's like a military secret. You know, there's certain things that you're going to know, and this is why this stuff is all scattered throughout the scripture. You, if you really dig, you can find so much stuff about these people. But um, cause the, the Bible is not in order. It's not in chronological order. Okay, things are out of order. So, um, and this is why we have to really be led by the Holy Spirit in, um, in order for the scriptures to come to you in terms of um, getting a better understanding of the word. Okay? And sometimes you got to pray about it. It doesn't happen, just, you know, instantly. It's one of those things that you have to pray about. So, um, so yeah. So, um, that's pretty much it. I'm just going through the chat room right now. I'm just looking at see if anyone has any questions. But was that pretty much it for you, J. Army? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Do you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, let me look at the chat room and see if anyone has any questions. If, that is, if, if no one has any other questions, then we can um, wrap up. We got to get done early. Now I am going to um okay, let me just read some of the, the, the comments and um Okay, let's see here. Okay, so Annie said, uh, Angie Pittman says, glory be to God for our preparation. Believe it or not, the trials of the gang stalking attacks are prepping us. Praise God. Yes, they are. I agree, Angie. Because here's the thing. You know what I was thinking about today? What I was thinking about today is so crazy. I was thinking about this today, and I'm going, you know, it's just me. It's just me by myself, right? Um, I'm outnumbered. You know, when you go out, I mean, it's like all kinds of people gang stalking you, right? So we're outnumbered. It's just us. And um, they have weapons, all types of technology. They have all types of weapons. And it's just us. And then we look and you got to, like, really appreciate the Lord because you're like, wow, how am I surviving this? When you really take it all in, when you really take it all in and you see, like, you see your attackers, you see the snares, you see the plan that they're devising, you see them coming at you. And they have all the weapons. They got everything that they can possibly direct at you, and you're still standing un- unaffected by it. Amazing! It's God, and it's just like you know, it, you you just get to that point where you just have to just lift them up because I mean, you, based on all of the things that are happening to you, it's just like you're still standing. You're still able to stand. You're still able to carry on. So um, it's a blessing. And um, I was just thinking about that today, and I'm just like, wow. You know, they have all of these advances in technology, and they're doing all these things to me, and I'm still here, and I'm still thriving, and I'm still moving, I'm still making it. Amen. And you just have to praise his holy name because he's just awesome. He's wonderful. And I'm just like, you know, I, I, I'm I, just overwhelmed by it. I'm overwhelmed because I'm just like, I know if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I would not. There's no way I would be here. So um, I know that he's over my life. And eventually they'll know it too. I'm telling you, um, when you start to really see the presence of the Lord, when you really start to see the presence of the Lord, um, things will change. When people, your attackers, even when your attackers are coming after you, and they see, they even they know their weapons. Let me tell you something. These fakeness and these witches and 
warlocks and, and so forth, they know their weapons. They know how powerful their weapons are. They have, they, some of them have like a 100% success rate with their weapons and with their, their, their little um, witchcraft things and so forth. But when they see you and they see that it's not working, then they start to, like, wonder, like, what God is she? So who's her God, you know? So, you know, you never know what God is doing behind the scenes, what, you know, what his whole intentions are in terms of maybe perhaps he's trying to make people walk out of synagogues. I don't know because I know he's confounding the witches, that's for sure. I know he's leaving them um, confounded, and um, eventually they will know that he's the only God, he's the true and living God, and he's the Alpha and Omega, and there's no one that can deliver from his hands. Absolutely not one can deliver from his hands. And eventually they're going to know that. And um, some of them will have to learn the hard way, unfortunately. But um, another point I wanted to make, um, you know, I was told, I was told personally by the Lord that I'm in a um, simulation, a training simulation. I'm amongst angels and angels and demons, and I explain this on one of my videos. Now, that's to also let you know, if you're in a simulation with angels and demons, that, you know, who do angels fight? You know, why are demons constantly coming after you? Why do demons come after you? Because maybe you're an angel. Okay, maybe it's, maybe it's in our nature. It goes back to um, the incarnate that I was talking about. And I don't have a lot of information on it. Um, I'm not saying that I got revelation about it. It's just a thought that I have. I'm not saying that the Holy Spirit is telling me this. It's just a thought that that's out there um, where, um, you know, there are, if there's the angels, then we know that the angels existed before Genesis um, 1, okay? So, um, so this is something to consider, okay? So let me um, read it in some more comments. Okay, so, um, yeah, soldiers, soldiers in the Most High said, blessed, there are men and women in this battle. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, there are strong men and women, yes. In blessed name, asks, are there women of two among the 144? Absolutely, yes. Amy Beloved asks, are we getting prepared to ride? Absolutely, it's time to get out of here. It is so time to get out of here. The writing's on the wall. It's time to go. It is so time to go. Um, I mean, you can just pay attention to all the things that's happening. You can look at the um, stock market. You can just look at the, you know, famine, the four horses are about to come. Famine is about to come. Um, the stocks, I mean, worldwide are um, are down. They've been down since the beginning of the year. Um and it's just not looking good for the economy. Um, I mean, there's, other, there's a whole bunch of things happening um, if you really follow Bible prophecy. So, yes, the time is definitely here. Um, you know, the harvest is ready. So it's time to go where, the, you know, the sheep are going to be separated from the goat. I mean, look at, look at the television. The enemy is mocking us all the time. He sticks out his tongue and winks his eye. He's mocking the sheep. He's, he's, he's mocking us as dead sheep. You know, the sheep that you know, has their tongue sticking out as a, as a dead sheep. When, it, when the sheep dies, their tongue sticks out. So, um, you know, but we, we're not going to die. We have life in Christ Jesus. Yes, we do. So, um, you know, it's just amazing how we're mocked. But, um, you know, we'll be the ones in, in, in heaven and um, never shedding a tear again. 
So, um, yeah, so glory be to God, glory be to Jesus. And um, that's it. I want to make sure I didn't miss anybody's questions. So does anybody have any questions in the chat room before we wrap up? So let me tell you guys, I am just like so, um, I don't know, it's just like, now I'm just having an open conversation here since i got a few minutes. But it's just like, um, this is amazing. It's really been amazing um, doing these teachings, and I, I'm feeling gratified with it myself. Um, I feel like I'm reaching a lot of people. A lot of people are being reached and impacted, and um, I'm just I'm really excited about um, what's happening in the body of Christ. Um, it's been a long road, especially you know for me. I I, I really have had a, a bad time. My attacks are constant. Um, I mean, I'm attacked like all the time, and um, you kind of get used to it in a sense. Um, but you just, you know, you continue to pray and continue to stay in the fight because um, this is all about a battle for salvation, and you just, you're not going to move. So, um, so I just want to encourage you all just to make sure that you're staying strong and um, you're staying in prayer. Um, please come and join us on our prayer line. I have a prayer line every Saturday, every Saturday on TalkShoe. You can dial in. The number is 724-444-7444. And the PIN number is 140818. So we definitely want to see you there. I definitely want to hear your testimonies if you have anything to share because God wants to hear, you know, he doesn't want us to stuff things in our pocket. If anybody has a testimony for anything, come and share it with us. We want to hear We want to hear what God has done for you. We want to hear what Jesus has done for you. And also, for those of you who are not saved on this call, if you're not saved, let's get saved. You know, we can do that. We can take care of that right now. For those of you who want to give your life to Christ, we can take care of that right now, front and center, today. You know, because we got to bring people back. We're bringing them back into the sh- We're bringing them back into the sheepfolds, okay? So for those of you who are not saved, if you want to get saved, um, let me know. I mean, you can let me know right now. And um, if you know somebody that's not saved and they want to get saved, um, you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to um, go to church in order to do it. You can do it right where you are. All you need to do is um, ask the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell Him that you believe that He died for your sins. Because he, he did. He died for your sins. He died on the cross. When He went to the cross, He went as whatever your name is. For for me, for example, He went to the cross as Dequita Carva. Okay, and He died in my place. Okay, and He was raised from the dead. Okay, and I believe and I accept him as my Lord and Savior, and I want, and, and that's what you say. I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. You know, I want to receive salvation. Okay, and it's, it's simple. That's it. So it doesn't cost anything. It's very easy. It's easy to do. He loves us. He forgives us. Okay, even when you're, even when you backslidden, just go and repent. He forgives us. He loves us so much. Okay, he's trying to save us. He's the reason why it's late in the hour. He's still trying to, you know, he wants people to come and get saved and receive him. Jesus died for you. I mean, he literally went through all of that pain. He didn't even know you, and he died for you. He gave his life for you because he loved you so much. I mean, he loved you so much, and there's nothing that is unforgiving in his eyes. Okay, we all have a, a salvation. For those who call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. And who he says free is free indeed. Amen. Yes, he is. So you just definitely want to make sure that you um, that you are saved in these last days um, and that you give your life away to Christ um, because you do not want to um, 
you do not want to um, be here. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't want to be here. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I just look at Revelation and it just gives me chills. I, I, to be honest with you, anything. Let me tell you, to fear to to know to fear the Lord is the beginning of understanding. When you fear the Lord, you now understand. You now have some knowledge because to those who are, you know, when they stalk us, I'm like thinking, I'm here sitting here right now, and I'm going, you know, the other day, I'm going, Father, they they don't know what they're doing. These people, they're under some serious mind control. They are under some serious mind control, and um, you can tell because they call you and they. Ask you, they ask you weird questions, and you, you can tell that there's an attack. The enemy is using them, and um, they're on the mind control. And this is why I put a video out there. If you, if, for those of you who have not watched that video, please watch that video. Um, when you are waking in the middle of the night, when you are constantly waking up in the middle of the night, like for me, I used to sleep like a log. I used to sleep like a log. Nothing bothered me. I could sleep through the night without a problem. But now, for the last, I don't know, eight months or so, I've been waking up every I wake up. I don't get any sleep, and um, we're supposed to be praying when that happens. These are the days where the thief is out to steal. He's stealing souls, literally. He's not asking you coming in to steal your breath. He's not asking you. So these are literally the days where we are supposed to be watchful, vigilant, and we're supposed to be praying. When you're awake in the middle of the night, especially if you know that you sleep through the night without any problems, and all of a sudden you can't sleep, you need to start praying. And so any of you who are doing warfare prayers or watching my videos, start praying because you're going to be attacked. You're probably being attacked right now, and they'll try to probably make you try to come after me um, and so forth. So, you know, you just want to make sure that you're doing um, all of those things because you are definitely um, going to be attacked. And um, I just wanted to reiterate that. So, um, and that is it. That's pretty much it. Okay, so I'm going to ask um, if anyone has any last questions or comments, and then we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. This is Detroit. I just want to say thank you. Hey, Detroit, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you. God bless you. Take care of my baby. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, all right, so I guess that's it, folks. Let me just make sure um, no one has any questions in the chat room. Okay. Um. This is Guido. Hi, yes. Yes, RT. Just wanted to say thank you for uh, the prayer that you did. It was a very powerful prayer, the fire prayer that you had uh, put on. Oh, thank you, RT. Yeah. Thank you. Tonight's uh, particular question about the 144,000, how do you know that you're one of those as far as, like, you know, if you're a certain weight, you know what I mean? Like, if you're kind of rebellious or what have you, is that possible that you still might be considered part of the, the army anyway, or... You know, they'd have to, like, iron out the jagged edges or what have you. Okay, your question was, how do I know that I'm one of the 144,000? Yeah, as far as me. For me or for you? For me, for me, is what I'm saying. Like, I want to know if oh, I'm, wow. you know, one of the people that may be chosen, even though I have a certain way of thinking, 
Okay. So basically, the Lord will tell you. He'll like if you've had like um, if you've had dreams, synchronicities, um, if uh, if he's actually came and spoken to you, like if you can actually hear him talking to you. I mean, he talks to us in so many different ways. It's hard to it's it's, it's kind of like for me. He, he you know. He talks to me, and I don't hear from him all the time. Like when I hear from him, I hear from him. But for the most part, it's like synchronistic things that happen. He he does it through dreams. He does it through um, numbers. He does it through um, like you can hear him like singing like the songs. Um, like for me, like one time I woke up and the, the song "Redeemed Praise" was in my head. Like it was a song redeemed. And one time I just was able to sing a song. It just came like from out of nowhere, like a, a song. Um, that he just gave me, the Holy Spirit just gave me. And I just started singing a song. Um, people are seeing numbers 144. People are having a dream. Um, like I remember having a dream where um, I couldn't remember what the dream was about. And then um, he, he told me that I was singing a song. Um, I was singing a song. And then I remember talking to the Lord about, I mean, I remember asking, like praying, like who's going to help these people, like all of these things that were happening. And, um, you know, he told me, you are. Like, and it's just like things like that. So, I mean, he, he, it's different ways that he communicates it to you. But, um, like, I'll watch certain bits through synchronicities. A lot of it is through synchronicities. He'll tell you, he'll put something in your face about it, and um, you can feel his presence when you're doing, when you're doing something right. You feel his presence, like you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. And um, you know that you're on the right track. Um so different ways I had to learn because I'm not used to, I'm not used to, you know, there's things that I'm finding out right now that um, that were that were synchronistic, you know, back then that I'm now finding out right now. And I'm like, wow, like he's literally like ordained. You can tell like he's in charge of everything. Everything is like ordained, like uh, from the streets, the names of the streets I grew up on, the meaning of it and so forth. So, you know, do that way. Um, also, um, you know, you also want to make sure that you go to him. And I went to him because initially when I first started, when I first got saved, RT, I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know how to do certain things. But I noticed that I would start asking for things. It would just be random. And I, I didn't even know it was, if it was me. I was like, I want to be a prayer warrior. I want to fast and I want to pray. And it's like I was led by the Holy Spirit to do that, to ask for these things because that was basically training me. But then it's like my attacks were so bad. I'm like, no. At first I thought I was just going to be healing the sick and casting out devils. <laughs> and it's crazy because I, w- I would say that in my prayers. I'm like, why did I say that? And so then I was like, okay, well, that's not what I'm going to be doing. But it was more to it. And I'm like, and I knew that it was more to it because my attacks were so bad. And I had just went to the Lord. I said, listen, I said, wait a minute, who am I? Because this doesn't make any sense. It's not making any sense. The attacks were not making any sense. The attacks were so aggressive where it was more than just praying and casting out. I said, what, who am I? And that's when all of the revelations start coming. That's when it just started basically coming. So um, it was just like the attacks are so severe where you say, you got to say, you got to go back to the Lord and say, no, you know, it's more to it than this. You know, something's, something's up. What's going on? Because it's not making sense. You know, why am I constantly under demonic attack? It's like constantly. It's to the point where I don't even care where I am. I'm just talking and rebuking the devil. I don't even care because it's just that severe. And it's just like, um, why? But now I know why, you know. So it makes sense because of who I am. I, it, it makes sense. So 
But those, those are some of the things that you have to go to the Lord about and, like, really be, you know, he, he wants you to be bold before him. He wants you to go and, and like, Lord, hey, what, what's going on here? What, who am I? You know, what's, what's happening? He wants you to ask. He's waiting for you. He wants you to know what, what you're going to He wants to give it to you. But he wants you to come to him, you know. He, 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 knows, he already knows you, R.T. He knows who you are, okay. He wants you to be able to come and talk, have a conversation with him. You know, he wants you to be bold and be like, Lord, I want to know. I want to know what's going on. And if you don't know how to pray, fine, just talk to him. Don't don't pray, just talk to him. And say that you want him to ask him to, to, to teach you how to pray. Ask him to teach you how to pray. And he will I have done that, sister. Yep, and he will. The thing yep. is, the thing is that I feel that probably he's not responding because I'm still, you know, a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I'm still behaving a certain type of way. It could be that. I'm not 100% on it. You know what I mean? Because I don't have a problem with being bold or anything like that. That's not my issue. Mm-hmm. My issue is, you know, just being a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm hard-headed in certain things. and So, you know, it could be that, you know, he's not responding because of that. I'm assuming that, though. I'm not 100% on that. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I figured I'd ask you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, you can just definitely, um, you know, talk to him about it. Just be persistent um, and just ask him to help you. Work it out whatever you're going through, whatever you're having a hard time changing, whatever behaviors you're having a hard time change, he'll work with you through that also. Just ask him to help you, you know. And he'll do it. He'll work through you, and that's probably why you're here, R.T. You know what I'm saying? So he puts you around people where you, because um, sometimes some friends you have to move, move away from, some people you're going to have to move away from because um, they don't mean you any well. And some of them are your family. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I agree. Well, already. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's just possible like, just that. Sorry. That's okay. it. Yeah, so just basically um, just reevaluating yourself and then knowing that that you have to, um, you know, you have to make some adjustments, but you are, you are aware of that. You're aware of that you, which, that you need to change. So just go to him and let him know, look, I, I know I have some things that I need to work out, Lord, but could you help me with it? You know, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. Are you able to help me with that? And he'll help you. He'll appreciate that you came to him asking because that's called humbling yourself. You go before him and say, I need help. You see, just like, you know, when you really need help, you don't care how you look. You don't care. You don't care. You just need help, you know. Yep. So it's one of those things that, you know, you have to go and seek him out. He wants you to seek him out because, these people do not know the Lord. They don't know the Lord these days, and um, they're going to be in for a surprise. Folks, we are going back into Exodus again. We are going back into Exodus. We're going back into the wilderness. This is, really, this is getting so exciting. Oh, my God. Did you know that this is Bible prophecy is really playing out? We're going back into Exodus with a twist. This is going to be, like, probably bigger than the first Exodus. Israel is rising. It's, like, getting really – it's down to the crest line. This is exciting. In a sense, you know, exciting and kind of scary at the same time because it's like, wow, when the wrath comes, it's coming, it's coming with force, and it's going to be, you know, bad for some folks. But, you know, not for y'all. Give your life to Christ if you haven't. If you if you already are, make sure you're repenting and make sure that you're staying in the word. Please, whatever you do, make sure you stay in the word. Yes, absolutely. So, um, very excited. Um, yes, yeah, so I hope did I answer your question, R.C.? Yeah, for the most part. I guess well, I have to do that myself. I have to have an internal conversation with him myself, like you said. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I want you to. I want you to get used to to um, talking to him and um, 
Because, I, I mean, he, that's what he wants us to do anyway. He wants us to come to him. You know, it's not, you know, when you're taken out of the world, when you're chosen out of the world, it's like the world doesn't help you anymore. You can't go to the world. Don't go to the world for your problems. It's like go to the Lord. Go directly to the Lord because he's the only one that can help you. He's the only one that can be so it's just like take everything to him, and um, he'll take care of it. You know, he'll take care of it. But um, I just want to let you know, guys, that a lot of times your stalkers, they're, some of them some of them make an agreement, and some of them are stalking you because, you know, they're just evil. Some of them are just, just pure evil. But there are some, some of the stalkers that are under mind control. They're under mind control. They don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> they don't know what they're doing. Um. And some of them, you know, of course, are being threatened. Um, so, and some of them just don't know the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. And that's what, you know, I thought about this the other day. I'm like, they, they really don't know you. I'm like, God, they really don't know you. And it's, and we don't. When you really look at it, we do not know the Lord. If we're still in church, we don't know the Lord. We don't know that the Holy Spirit, we don't know nothing about the Holy Spirit. You know, so it's just like um, we're lost. And I don't know, I can look at my grandmother and say, you know, this whole generation, everybody that's in this earth is pretty much lost in terms of um, in terms of what a real church is supposed to look like. And not everybody, but for the most part, the ones that's leading us. And the scripture says it in the revelations, that the churches are addressed. They're leading the sheep astray. So um, this is, this is, you know, this is it, you know. So um, that's pretty much it. But um, it's just like um, I'll, I'll give you some examples of how God talks. Um, everything like um, let me give you some examples. Like um, I could go out and I'll see like maybe four different crowns, 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 and it'd be like crowns is the theme. Like crowns are this, or kings and queens, kings and queens. It can just be crazy. I could see a truck going by with um, a king on it, with a crown on it. Um, I could come home and see and take a Canada Drive um, ginger ale out with a crown on the Canada. Um, I could um, get a taste. I could, you know, have a taste for some um, the, the bread. God will make me give, give me a taste for bread. I'll go get the bread, um, Hawaiian bread. If anybody ever ate that bread, Hawaiian bread. But on the Hawaiian bread, there's a crown on it, you know, king Hawaiian bread. Um, 12 pieces of bread, 12 tribes of Israel. Um, you know, there's things like that. That's how he talks. Um, and it's just like, um, uh, you know, what else? So you have to pay attention to, like, the things we buy. Like, just like um, I went to the store the uh, other day, and um, or not the other day, but a while ago, and um, it was right around the harvest time with, you know, with a lot of conversations through synchronicities, harvest, harvest. So I go to the store that I never really go to, and I bought some honey, and it said harvest. It was the the brand of it was harvest, and it's just like things like that. That's how that's how he talks. It's supernatural. So it's just like those things that are just that you don't routinely routinely do, or you look at something every day, but all of a sudden today you see something different on on the bottle that you look at. Um, things like that. That's how he talks. Down to the very streets you live on. Down to what your name, the meaning of your name. What does your name mean? What are the streets? All of the streets that you live on. I can tell you all of the streets that I lived on represent strength or brave. Strength or brave. It's been consistent. Strength or brave. And it's just like he told me, like, to look up my street. Look at the name of my street. 
like what it means. And it means brave, warrior. And it's just like, wow. You know, it's just like everything, when you're chosen, it's already lined out for you. Everything is already, it's already ordained. You just get activated at a certain age, whatever, whatever time um, it is for you to do whatever work that he has you to do. Um, and um, a lot of you already know that from your comments that I'm, look, that I'm reading on um, the chat room. Um, some of you already know that. And um, so that's pretty much what it's all about. It's just about making you sure. And um, Angie Pittman wrote, I pray that those who are still in the institutionalized congregation, church, please get out of her. Exactly, Angie. Because those churches that receive tax breaks, a lot of they don't even talk about revelation. They don't even they don't just they they practice feel good new age doctrine. You know it, you know it's nothing. The church is dead. The church is dead. We are the church. You know the Lord lives within us. The Holy Spirit is in us. So um, if you are a church, the church has been given over to the enemy, and that's what's been stated in the last days. The church will be given over to the enemy, and yep. uh, he has the church. So um, those who are in the church are not really. Um, they're, you know, the church is taking over. And I'm not saying that all of them are bad. I'm, I'm just saying I can just speak to, to the ones I've been to. And um, I've even been to a church where I saw the three, I got invited to a church, and I saw the Freemasons in there, and I immediately turned right back around and sent the text message and said, I'm not coming. And, I mean, just like that, like right in your face, like really, it's, it's, it's bad. The churches are it's, it's dead. The churches are dead. Um, so I don't even go anymore. Um, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So it's just like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's time is here. It's, it's the end. So, um, uh, yes, Amy, yes, let us be your church. This is absolutely your church. We welcome you because we tell the truth here. This is all about truth right here. Okay. Um, Kathy asked if you can help me with anything. Um, not Kathy, I'll keep you in mind when I need something. I'm trying to um, really get together what I what I really need. Right now, I'm going to be doing some things locally. Um, so right now, I don't need any help right now. But I will definitely keep you in mind. Um, Byron Swain asks, thank you so much. I see 144 daily, and I get what I call downloads of truth every day. Good, Byron. Byron. Make sure that you um, also take it to the Lord. You know, go to the Lord and ask him to reveal. He'll give it to you. Let me tell you something. The Lord is a rewarder of, um, he's a rewarder of patience. You know, he gives you what you need, okay? So let's say, for example, you want to receive revelation. Okay. So I'm going to tell you guys, some of you probably need to start fasting. Start fasting and uh, really fasting. And, like, I mean, even if you can fast for maybe lunch or dinner, Start off gradually, and when you start fasting and start doing things that um, show that you're really faithful and committed, he'll start giving you things, and it starts coming to you. How do you go about that system? How do you start fasting? About fasting? Well, to fast, what you what you want to do is you want to plan it. Anytime you fast, you want to make sure that you plan it. Um, like um, if you were if you're just starting off. You want to probably you can do like a lunch or or dinner or something like that, and just fast and pray. So if you're going to fast for dinner, for example, let's say you stop, you eat lunch at maybe I don't know, 
um, 1 o'clock, but you're not going to eat anything else for the remainder of the day. So you want to use that time to basically not eat anything for the remainder of the day. When I fast, I do drink. So I just, I just drink. Um, but you want to make sure that you're not eating anything for the remainder of the day. And you want to make sure that you're praying, though, using that time to also pray. So you want to pray, uh, pray and fast at the same time. And so when you do things like that, when he sees that you're dedicated, when he sees that you're serious, oh, he's going to give you some revelations. But when you get those revelations, expect an attack. I can tell you, expect an attack because you are going to be attacked as you get revelations. Okay? So, um, but that's how you that's how you do it. You start off gradually, and then you can challenge yourself and move up to three, you know, three days, you know, seven days, um, and so forth, and, and do it that way, you know. Work it out to your, to your schedule or whatever. Yep. And um, just pray for whatever it is that you need, guys. Whatever you need, make sure you ask him for it, and he will see that you get it. A lot of times when you're asking for things, it's usually coming from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit knows what you need, okay? He knows exactly what you need. You start asking for things that you, that you don't even know that you're asking for. You're like, what? What am I, you know? So it's just, you know, you don't get used to it once you start to grow. But um, make sure you're reading your Bible, okay? All right? So um, yeah. Okay, I think um, that is probably pretty much it. The time is 9.50. Um, all right, so if anybody, if, if we're all set here, nobody else has any uh, more questions, we can uh, wrap it up. What about birth dates? What, uh, bless name. Uh, thank you, Amy. Bless the name, what you said, what about birth dates? Um, in terms of synchronicity, I think that's kind of um, individual. I don't. I don't know because I don't know about the birth date. Because um, I know my birth date falls on a um, satanic holiday, <laughs> so um, I don't know. I you know I, I can just talk about what my birth date means. Um, but then again, it's like the first day of summer, so yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm talking about like the common synchronicities. Like you see a lot of the um, 1111s, and I did a teaching on that. Um, you see 444, 222s. Um, those are the numbers I'm talking about, like the more common numbers, 144 and so forth. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that number. He Blessed name is asking me about synchronicities involving birth dates. Okay. Um, Amy asks, when will we meet again? Um, probably uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday. I'm thinking Monday. I'm going to do another teaching on um, Monday. And um, it's basically whatever the Lord leads me to. Um, I do want to do a teaching on Israel, but I, I need more revelation on that. Um, so I'm going to pray about that because um, uh, Israel is going to be a big topic. It's going to be a big subject. Um, a big thing that's happening right now in uh, Bible prophecy um, revolves around Israel. So I really want to um, be able to give that to you. So um, stay tuned. But we're going to do a teaching either Monday or Tuesday, another teaching. But, again, I have my prayer line. 
And then you never know, I just drop in. If I receive something from the Lord, I'll just drop in. It won't be a live broadcast. I'll just post, um, I'll post a, uh, um, a video up like I did yesterday. I posted um, two videos up. So take a look at those for you who, are, who are, have not already done so. It was one for prayer and um, a video on um, being awakened in the late hours. But um, I'm definitely going to do another teaching next week, um, and I'll decide um, what we're going to do right then and there. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And I'm so glad you did too, Brian. Thank you so much for joining. If those of you who not have not subscribed, please subscribe. And let's just give glory to God for allowing this to even exist. And um, I thank you all for participating. God bless you all. And um, good night. See you next week. Or see you on the prayer line. Please come and join the, um, the call that we have on Saturday for, for prayer. Where you can come and um, we can pray and, um, you know, see you through whatever thing that, whatever you're going through. So, all right? Okay, God bless. God good bless. Night. Thank you so much.